let us all turn in our hymnals to hymn number 1334. And let us pray. God money, I'll do anything for you. God money, just tell me what you want me to. God money, nail me up against the wall. God money, don't want everything. He wants it all. Oh wait, no. That's a song by Nine Inch Nails that's had like a hole off of Pretty Hate Machine. Oops, I, 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 I must be confused there. Maybe money isn't everything and people's lives matter. Today, let's discuss the rage that never dies, that's burning in my heart on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and oh, I, I'm really having a hard time getting anything done because I just want to sit and rage. The, the amount of anger and just sheer oh, rage, I, I, there aren't, uh, this is the day of wrath and it is all upon us. It, it's it's driving me nuts. And so I, I kind of wanted to talk about it on today's episode. So yeah, um, if you couldn't tell from the intro there, my, my I, I'm listening to people who are talking about how important it is to reopen the economy, to make money, to get the rich people covered in this time of turmoil, because Oh, the poor rich who have their vacation homes and their servants, and I, I don't care. I don't care. Look, this should not be a political opinion in our day and age. This should not be a matter for debate in our day and age. Lives matter more than money. They do. Lives matter more than money. You know, maybe I just need to release an, a special episode of the podcast where I'll just recite for an hour. Lives are more important than money. Lives are more important than money. Like a mantra that we can send around to all the idiots out there that are consistently and terribly showing their true colors in this day and age where they're talking about how much more important it is for rich people to make money than it is for poor people to live. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't abide. I can't. I can't allow that to happen in this country and not to say anything about it. And it's people at all levels, from the president down to the Congress people to just people that have opinions. You know, Dr. Oz saying that maybe, you know, two to three percent of kids dying, that's not that bad if they're in schools, because that's important. No, no, look, 
we have been through worse than this as a society. We've been worse through worse than this as a people. We survived pandemic after pandemic after pandemic, so many that we don't even remember their names half the time. The Spanish flu gets named, but did you know that there was a pandemic that swept through the country and it wasn't caused by a disease? Yeah, it, it was malnutrition. It caused the skin to get these blotches on it that looked like oatmeal and caused weakness and in some cases death. It was a strange form of malnutrition. It's why when you see a lot of things, it says enriched, enriched flour on it because people weren't getting their basic vitamins from the food that we eat. And so they were eating and they were eating a lot and they were dying because they weren't getting fed. But money, money comes first. Money, no, 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 no. Look, I, I understand that this is a capitalist society and a capitalist world, at least for now. And there is a deep need for money. But the rich will be fine. It's the rest of us that matter. It's the rest of us who need someone, someone, anyone looking out for us right now. I don't care if the airlines go out of business. I care that the airline workers have health care and food on their table. That's what's important right now. And that's where we need to be focused. That's where we need to really care. And I, I know I'm feeling this a lot more acutely than some because I live in a red state where my governor, Governor Parsons, has completely abdicated any and all responsibility for anything. He has said on numerous occasions, none of this is his responsibility. I mean, he's echoing the president, but still, he didn't even make the decisions to close the state down. He punted that over and said, well, you know, if the state health department thinks that it's a good idea, then I guess they can do that. You guess they can do that? You think that might not be the best thing to do? Look, I, I, I'm not someone who believes in leaders. I don't believe in great man history. I don't believe that we need people to guide us and hold our hands and tell us what we need to do because we, the poor unwashed masses, are too stupid and ignorant to know what to do. No, those are all lies. But if you are going to be in a position of power that you consistently and continually insist is important and that needs respect. No, you need to be helping other people. That's what matters in this day and age is how many people you help. Because that's always been the measure of greatness. Think about the people that we respect. We call Abraham Lincoln our greatest president. Why? Because under his watch, we freed the slaves. Under his watch, we fought a war to free the slaves. And I don't want to get into it. If you want to argue with me about this, the cynical historian over on YouTube just did a wonderful re-release of their video on the lost cause myth. myth. Go watch that. I, I, I don't have time for you. Yes, war is complicated. But the South seceded for because of slavery. We fought them. We ended slavery. We then 
acquiesced to them because, you know, moneyed interests must be served and allowed, you know, the prison industrial complex and Jim Crow and everything else to rise in its place. But that, that's not the point right now, is it? Why, why do we consider Abraham Lincoln the greatest American pre president? Because he's the great emancipator. He freed the slaves. He did something great and helped a lot of people. That's our measuring stick. That's always been our measuring stick. Why do we think that FDR was a great president? You know, the Works Administration? The fact that he helped get people through and out of the Great Depression? We, we credit him with so much, but, you know, not the idiot who came after him, who ran around threatening to nuke everyone. Because that does not make someone great. Greatness real greatness is measured in how we actually affect the lives of others. Think about it in your own family, your favorite grandparents, those people that you continually tell stories about. They're, they come in two flavors, two varieties. Those who were great helps and shared great wisdom and support with you over the ages, or to others and you're just sharing their story? Or those who were so miserly that their, their stories are retold and remembered as cautionary tales? Why has everyone done a version of A Christmas Carol? Because we have watched as people have forgotten that money is not the most important thing in the universe. And so Charles Dickens creates for us this Victorian myth of an old miser who cares about nothing but money, having to be tormented by three spirits who take him around and show him how he used to care and how that was better. Because this is a problem that we have in our country in our world, that so many people stare at their own navels and only care about things that affect them. And if it's happening to someone else, then it's not my problem. No, this, this is the source. This is the root of the rage that never dies in me. It's always there. It's one of the reasons why the Incredible Hulk has always been one of my favorite characters in media. Because like Bruce Banner, that rage is always there, and it is wanting to come out. And with everything going on in the world right now, it wants to come out and scream and shout. And maybe that's what I'm doing right now. But hopefully, if you listen carefully, we can build something out of this. I don't believe that yelling solves anything. I don't. I really don't. Because hurt feelings really do matter. And that's the biggest problem that we face in our world right now, isn't it? That I say some of the things that I've said, and I'm sure those whose feelings were hurt are no longer listening and are either writing a bad review or pretending that I don't exist or unsubscribing or what have you. Because our feelings our feelings matter more than our people. 
And that's a word that I really want to take some time with right now, because it's, it's a phrase that I love to use. But I get so frustrated when people don't understand how expansive that is. It's huge. Our people are everyone. My family came here from Ireland, from the Netherlands, from England. We colonized this country. We took it from the people that were already here. No one is no one has the right, especially here in the United States, to ever claim that they alone have a right to say who is and who is not American. We, we have lost that right. We have given that right up. We are one people. No matter our skin color, no matter our ethnicity, no matter the language we speak at home, we are one people. You know, I don't want to sound all jingoistic here because it's kind of against my brand. People like to think of me as not being all that patriotic, but, you know, I really do believe in a few things. Like, you know, that thing that's on all of our money, e pluribus unum, that thing that is what the country is supposed to be about from many one. That is the heart of our nation. That is the heart of our country. That is the heart of who we are. And when we forget that our real strength comes from our ability to organize, to be together, to insist on change through collective action, we lose not only our voice, but our future. We sacrifice so much in the name of team and the variant lies that are put out there to keep us divided and separate so that the wealthy can control us. You look at what's going on in Michigan right now. People are actively protesting, coming out in large groups, protesting the stay-at-home orders, the lockdowns, because money, money über alles, money über alles, Wir brauchen das Geld. I think I got my I think I got my gender wrong there. I'm not sure. It's been a while. My German's not as good as it used to be. But we need the money. Yes. Because of the vagaries of the capitalist system that we are currently living in, yes, we need the money. But going out and sacrificing ourselves on the altar of other people's fortunes is not the solution to this or any other problem facing the world or our country. That's not going to help anything. It's not going to help anyone. And the fact that we have been brainwashed in this country for so long that people are willing to risk their lives to go out and protest so they can risk their lives so that they can make other people wealthy and preserve the wealth of other people breaks my heart. Wealth is not money. I know it's a cliche to say nobody on their deathbed says, I wish I'd made more money, or I wish I'd spent more time at work. And I'm not even going to say that that's true, because, well, 
Some of my grandfather's last words when he was dying were about how we had to maintain and continue the wealth that he had accumulated in his life and the property that he had, he had collected. So, yeah, I'm not even sure that that's true. But very few people see him in our family as somebody to look up to or to aspire to be. And that is sad. That is a shame. He spent so much of his life blinded by the pursuit of the almighty dollar that the memories that many of us have of him are not fond. They're not cherished. And you may think that, oh, that's that bleeding heart you have. Well, yes. Yes, it is. Because in the end, what we leave behind are the memories and the stories about who we were what we did, and how we made the lives of other people better. That's all, in the end, we have in this world, is the legacy that we leave behind. And that legacy is not in, a, in fortune. It's not even in fame. It's knowing that we made the world even a little bit better. And I'm, I'm sorry if this isn't the episode that you wanted today. It's not the episode I wanted to do today, but with everything going on, even with the tiny platform that I have, I can't stay silent in all of this insanity. So what do we do? How do we make this better? We organize. We, we agree on some basic principles like human lives matter. This is ironically... One of those few times where I got so mad today, this is how I knew I had to do this podcast is I was, you know, on social media and I found myself almost yelling at someone, where is your hashtag all lives matter now? <laughs> because it was somebody who, you know, doesn't understand, you know, systematic racism and who is actively tweeting all of those all lives matter memes, who's now talking about how we have to sacrifice the young so the nation can live. We have to sacrifice the old so the nation can live. We have to sacrifice blood on the altar of wealth and capital because that is what our God Moloch demands. Bring your children to the flames and let them burn so their screams of agony may appease our dark God. What kind of Lovecraftian nightmare do these people live in? No, this is, if, if there ever was a time for that stupidity, it's now. All lives matter. Not just wealthy lives, not just the lives of those who can stay home in times of crisis like this. All lives matter. We need to be saving as many as we can, because you know what's really bad for the economy? A whole bunch of people dying, a whole bunch of families being torn apart, and the mental anguish and the harm that that causes for generations to come. That is what's really bad for the economy. And yes, there will be suffering no matter what we do, so why don't we choose the least suffering? We know what's the least suffering? Not losing people. You see, 
Money comes and goes. Jobs come and go. When someone is gone, when somebody dies, they're gone. We're not getting them back. That is the worst suffering. So organize. Start uniting with other people. Start letting your voices be heard. That we matter. That our lives matter. And they matter more than the fortunes of the elite. Okay, I'm sorry for ranting. I'm sorry. I, I, I really didn't want to do this episode. I, I pushed off and pushed off and pushed off recording today because I didn't want to do an episode like this. But I just, I can't stay silent. I mean, I know I don't have the biggest platform out there in the world, but with what little I have, I, I feel a responsibility to say things that are true and things that matter. And that's something that I've always tried to do on this podcast and with this show. And I hope, I hope you got something out of it. Even if it's just a little bit of relaxation. I know for myself hearing other people say things that I'm feeling inside, I find it cathartic sometimes. And I hope maybe I brought that to you. This is normally the part of the show where I list all the different things that you can do for me. I, I no, today. All, all I want from you, all I want you to do is to figure out where you can be a blessing, where you can help other people. Where does your voice need to be heard? Is your state behaving well, or is it ruled by nudniks who are more worried about the fortunes of those at the top than the lives of those who, you know, Make up the majority of the state. It's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. So anywho, I, I, I love you all. Stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.